Are you guys excited to listen to the word of God? It's always a joyful time when you, you are about to listen to the word of God because the word of God is like rain. That's what the Bible says. It won't go back to him, God, without leaving some signs here on earth. Hallelujah. So after rain, we have food. That's the same thing with the word of God. I believe today, the word of today will help you somewhere. I don't know how. But God himself, he'll be in charge of how he's going to bless you with the word tonight, uh, today. Come on, let's close our eyes and pray. Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you for this precious time that we want to listen to your word. I want to listen to your word and your people want to listen to your word. So speak to us. Use me as, as a simple verse. So Father, uh, may you really speak to your people and touch our hearts, heal our hearts. We ask you to take control of everything. In Jesus' name, we pray and we say, Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on, turn to your neighbor and say, Bon appétit. Then I'll tell you the meaning of it. Bon appétit. Try to say that. You're not saying it. Bon Donna, di, who did you tell Bon appétit? Okay, tell them again. I want to see. Or oh, the problem is you don't know how to answer, right? You just say merci. So the meaning is... You guys are not using it too much here in, in America. We say, enjoy your food, and you say, thank you. That's the meaning of it. Hallelujah. So we open our Bibles in Genesis chapter 3, verse 9 to 10, and I will need someone to help us read it. Okay, there we go. But the Lord God called to the man, where are you? He answered, I heard your voice, I heard you in the garden. And I was afraid because I was naked, so I hide. Amen. Can we read it again all together? One, two, three. But the Lord called to the man, Where are you? He answered, I heard you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid. Oh, I said hide, you said hid. Oh, thank you. That's why it was good for you to read it. <laughs> Hallelujah. So at the very beginning of my message today, I want to tell you one thing. You know, the world into we are living today is the consequence of the decision of Adam. Amen. Everything we are seeing today, this was not the plan of God. It's the result, the consequence of the decision of Adam. And what was the decision to hide? Is it like that? To? To hide. Then he hid. Come on. <laughs> Hallelujah. So everything we see is the result of a decision of a man called Adam who decided to hide. And why did he hide? Adam did what God forbid him to do. He did what God told him to not do. And he decided to hide. You know, Adam is not the only one who is taking that decision after sin. We are all taking that decision to hide. That's why you see in churches today, people are decreasing, decreasing, decreasing. And we, we are like, where are they going? These people who don't come at this church don't think they change the states. No, they are here in Colorado, but they are hiding from the face of God. Because whenever we hear the voice of God, we start judging ourselves because the devil is there to tell you, man, here comes God. 
you know what you did. Then when you remember that, you decide and you, you decide to hide yourself. So that's why you see everything that we are seeing. But Adam didn't have only one option. He had two options. The first one was to hide. And he did it. And we see what we have today as the result. But he had another one. And the other option was to repent. And I believe if Adam could repent, things couldn't be the way they are today. That's why the title of my message tonight is Hide or Repent. We have options. We have the two things with us. I'm so sorry for people speak. Okay. Oh, Janine, thank you. Thank you for being here, but do it right. Okay? So, the other people here, what are you going to do? Janvier, can you please come and help me? It's a good message, and I want everyone to get at least 30% of this message. You know, I want to tell you one thing before we move forward. You know, in Africa, we have so much respect of in-laws. And I see how Janvier is suffering. (laughs) If I was him, I could suffer the same way. So I did it. I know what I was doing. Then I did it. Because I wanted Janvier to suffer a little bit. Other people don't even understand what is going on. You know, in Africa, I and the mother of my wife, we can't even sit like this and start talking anyhow. There's a lot of respect. I'm like, that's what we do. So anyway, Janvier, you're okay. There's someone in between you and mama. (laughs) You are okay. So, this is the short message that I'm bringing today. I want to go a little bit back and telling you that people today, they are taking the very same option and they're expecting different results. When you hide from the face of God, you are in danger. Listen, what the devil does is this. Whenever we're in the presence of God, the devil is not happy. So he's doing all that he can do to take us very far away from God. When we are very far away from God, so in French we say, nous sommes à sa merci. It means we belong to him now. Then he can do with us whatever he want to do. So he is busy, busy, busy at all the time trying to take us away from God. And for him, he's telling us the good way to do is to hide. When you hide from God, you are okay. But let's check in the Bible. You see all the people who tried to hide from the face of God. They didn't get good results. We see in the Bible two disciples of Jesus. We see Peter and we see Judas. These are two people. They all sinned against God, against Jesus. This one betrayed Jesus. And he decided to hide. And you know what happened when he went there? He went to kill himself. But one is Peter. He decided to repent. So today, I'm just coming to encourage people. To stay in the presence of God, no matter what. I'm not encouraging people to live a sinful life, but I want to encourage people to live the life of repentance. Because as long as we are living on this earth, nobody can say he's just. Even me who is, pre- is preaching here, I'm not perfect. Are we together, church? I'm not saying because I'm preaching to you, I'm a saint. No. So because we are in this earth, we'll be falling Most of the time. The bad thing is not to fall. But the bad thing is to not stand up and move forward. 
Are we together, church? Because sometimes people think, no, you know, pastors, they are okay. They don't fall. They are okay. No. If you see a pastor trying to tell you that he's a liar, what makes God a God? Because he doesn't repent. He's holy. He is perfect. He is the only one who is just. All of us, we are sinners. That means it's like we are walking, all of us, we are falling sometimes. But the bad thing is for you to say, okay, I'm down, guys, there's no way. Then you stay there. The good thing today I want to encourage you is to learn to stand up and to walk. And to stand up and walk means to repent. You can repent today. Then tomorrow you need to repent again. There are some things that here in America you guys don't know, but it's always good. When I will go with my choir in Africa, they will learn a lot of things. So we're preparing for that. Uh, one of the days we'll go. Every morning in Africa, we... Are you doing it too? So, you know. So you won't say, because I sweep today, tomorrow I won't. It's like every morning you see everyone doing the same thing. That's the life we are living. Even for our own body. You can't say because I take my shower, I took my shower today, then I won't take it for one month. Hallelujah. I'm taking small, small things. I'm trying to bring them together so you guys can understand one thing. Christianity is something that needs to be clear. That needs to be clarified to the people. Otherwise, we are pushing other people to go and stay away from God, thinking like they are doing the right thing. We, the church today, we are pushing other people out. Because of the way they are, we are looking at them, we are trying to appear like we are holy. And they are not holy. And whenever they come, the way we react to them, they feel like, oh, this is not a good place. Then they decide to go and leave you holy people. But truly speaking, we all know that we are sinners. Nobody's perfect. So why are we pretending sometimes and trying to look like we are holy and other people are bad people? No, we are all falling sometimes. We must be there to encourage people to stand up and continue with this race. Hallelujah. I've learned one thing. No matter what I do, no matter the sin that I am in, but I've decided to stay in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Because there will be a time that God will come in the garden. That means the time that God will come in your life. That time will surely come. Maybe it's even right now. When you hear the voice of God, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to hide? Or are you trying to repent? Because you know, you know yourself very well. Other people have decided to not pray anymore because they were in sin. They say, I'm a sinner. I can't stand before God. That's the work of the devil. But today, as your pastor, I'm coming to tell you, you don't need to take the decision to hide yourself. I want you to stand the presence of God. Even though you sinned this morning, even though right now, before you come to this church, you were sinning, I want to encourage you to stay in the presence of God. That's the right place to be. Don't leave the church and stay at home. Don't leave the congregation because of the sin that you did. Nobody is perfect. I repeat this. But at the same time, I'm not trying to encourage people to live in a sinful life. Repentance means this. I'm going this way and I turn. 
that start going this other way, the opposite direction. That means if you sin today and you ask for forgiveness, make sure tomorrow you won't do the same thing. We together, church. I want to make it clear. Because you, you'll be like, okay, oh, I sinned today. Pastor Fis said, oh, even though you sin, you stay the prince of God. Then tomorrow you do the same thing. Then the other day you do the same thing. It's not all about what I'm preaching right now. I want to preach about people who are ready to repent. When they're in sin and they take a decision to not do it again. Hallelujah, church. Repentance is the good thing. But you can't be used to God. Taking God like your friends or someone you can joke with. When you repent, make sure you repent for sure. You regret for what you did and you take a decision to not do it again. Let's take an example of a couple. A man who is cheating. Then he's discovered by his wife. And the man kneeled down. Baby, forgive me. I promise. I promise you won't see this again. Okay? <coughs> then the wife said, Annie, I love you. I forgive you. Okay? Then one month, they are okay. The husband is all the time with the wife. After a while, they find him the same problem. Okay, women, tell me. What are you going to do? <laughs> you find him in the same problem with the same person. And you kneel down again, baby. I swear this time is the last one. Are you going to believe it? Are you going to believe? <laughs> if us men, especially women, you want to believe for this the second time, what about God? The church has become like somewhere where people, they don't care anymore about God. That's why you see the church has become so weak, very weak, the church of today. We are coming with the same problem that we asked for forgiveness yesterday. That's the same problem you're asking for forgiveness today. And tomorrow you're preparing yourself to ask forgiveness for the same problem. Things need to change. We have always two options. Hallelujah. Are we together, church? If Adam could decide to repent after hearing the voice of God, things could be different. The easy way is to repent. The easy way is not to run away from God. Whenever you're running away from God, you're exposing yourself. Because then the devil will come and deal with you. He'll never come and give you gifts. The devil, whenever he comes, the Bible says, he comes to steal, to destroy, and to kill. We got a chance today to be into the presence of God to understand the power of repentance. We have become a church that doesn't even repent. You can go at a service from the beginning up to the end. There's no repentance. So we are holy. And God is hurt because the Bible says, whoever will say he's just and he's holy is making God to be a liar. Only God is holy. That means all of us, we are sinners, then we must keep this life of repentance. Because whenever we're repenting, we are going closer, closer to God. And God, because he is our maker, he's shaping us and giving us the good form that we need. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the good thing is, God, he's the only one who sees your heart. He knows you. You can pretend. I can pretend you're like, oh, this is a good man of God. But I know myself and God knows me. Life is good when you are with God. Being with God is the precious thing that we can have. And if you read the Bible, you never see where Adam repents. No. So for Adam, he started even blaming 
the blessing that God gave me, uh, gave him, instead of just coming and say, Father, forgive me. That's what, uh, that's what Peter did. After he denied Jesus three times, he was so prompt to repent. And he repented. The same man, because of his heart, Jesus gave him a big promise to build the church on him. And he became like the king, the, the chief of all the disciples. You know the power of repentance. What makes David to be a man after the heart of God is because of repentance. So the church must, ne- uh, must learn how to repent, to be ready to repent. There's so many things that we are doing with our conscience. And sometimes we do even things not knowing that we are sinning, but we are really sinning. That's why it's always good to live the life of repentance every day. Amen. Amen. Because we need to stay close to God. That's the right place that we deserve. Life is coming so complicated because we sometimes thinking like the time will make God forget about what we did. It's like someone who come and kill someone, then he ran away for a long time. After 20 years, he's coming back thinking like people forget about it. If people can forget but not God, if you didn't repent for some of the things, this is the right time for you to learn how to repent. I don't know why am I insisting on this. We need to see the people coming back to the church. Show love to the people. There are some other people even in the church, but they're still not loving others for no reason. They look at a person, they're like, I just don't like this guy. They're not even able to explain why they don't like the person. You need to repent for that. Hallelujah. I don't want to hurt people, but we must check our life. Sin is the only thing that can take us away from God. But at the same time, I'm not saying we should be living like in heaven. As we are on this earth, we'll be falling all day. But I want to encourage you today, whenever you find yourself down, stand up and move forward. If you remain there, that's the sin again. The good thing is to stand up and you go. I told God when God gave me this message, I had like two messages and I was fighting with these messages. But I felt God telling me, go and insist on repentance. I was like, God, finally, every time if I stand there, I'm speaking about it like the very same thing. Then God was like, yes, that's what I need. And I obey to God and I want you to be blessed with this message. I really want you to be blessed with this message. Today, you got a chance to listen to this message. And whenever I'm preaching, I consider it like my last time to preach. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, but I want you to check your life and repent. All the time that you don't repent, you're making God to be a liar. All the time that you're hiding your sin, you're killing yourself. The Bible says, if we repent and turn against those wrong ways, God is just to heal us. My message today is that short. But I want this message to help someone. Why God wants us to repent? Because we are strangers in this earth. One day we're going to pass. We're going to go. If you are used to God to repent on the same thing and you're taking even decision to keep on living the same life, even though you're repenting, but you're in the same life, I want to tell you that you need to stop that because you don't know what will happen after 10, 15 20 minutes. You got a chance today to fix your life with God, to live the life as God wants you to live. The life that God wants you to live is the life of repentance. I'm not here to say 
the name of sin, the sins. No. Each and everyone here knows his life very well. So you are the owner and the responsible of your life. Then you need to arrange your life with God. Because one day we want to enjoy in heaven. I want to tell you, church, here in America, I want to repeat this. People are thinking like whenever someone passed away, he goes straight to heaven. Allow me to correct this again today. You got a chance to decide tonight. And if you don't decide tonight, don't think I'll decide on your behalf. If you don't decide tonight, don't think the church will decide on your behalf. You decide tonight to repent. Then if anything happened to you, you go to heaven. Nobody has the key to open the heaven for people. But you got it right now. By repentance, you open the door for heaven. You may love me, but if I'm in sin and I die today, everything that you do will be a waste of time. I'll go to hell. But the heart of God is not for people to go to hell. Hell was not created for you and me. It was created for the devil and all his disciples. But you can choose to go there with him. I don't know your life. I don't know. You don't know my life. And I don't know why God is telling me to preach this again today. Church, whenever God is speaking, the Son of Man should open the ear and listen to the word of God. The hand is near. Jesus is coming back soon. How is he going to find you? Is he going to find you the same person who is going to church every day and doesn't change his life? You're living the same life in sin. You're living the same life in cheating. You're living the same life being a racist. Living the same life not loving other people. May this word bless you and help you to understand that God loves you. If we are alive today, Maybe this is the chance that God is giving us to repent so we can enjoy with him in heaven. Heaven is your place, is my place. But it's your decision. God says, I'm on your door. I'm knocking. What a gentle God. What a good God. He's knocking right now as I'm speaking to you. He's telling you to change your life because the life you're living is not good. But it's your decision. You can say yes or no. But the Bible says if you say yes, you open your heart. He will come in and will eat with you. What a good God. What a chance we got today as a church to learn how to repent. Church is full of sin in our days. Church is the place that people don't care. They are coming out with all the dirty things and bringing them straight into the church. I'm saying welcome to the church, but I advise you to change. I'm not trying to kick you out of the church, but I only advise you to change. God is calling us to come as we are. Yes, we should come as we are, but with a decision to change, not to remain the same. The church must change. Sin is taking away God from the church. And also, for me to conclude my message, I love one thing. I was talking with my supervisor one day. He told me something which is true. He said, you know, today we consider the church as this place. That's why you see even the decoration. We're making it to look exactly like a church. But what a mistake. The church is you. The church is your heart. So the same way that we are trying to clean the church and make it look like a church, that's the only thing you should be doing for your own life too. You should clean your life. We should clean our lives. We should make our life clean. That's where God dwells. Our God doesn't live here. You are the one bringing God here. You have God in you. I have God in me. And whenever we come, we bring God here. If you don't come here, God is not here. Hallelujah. 
So stop being pretend a guy who an hypocrite who is only holy when you are at the door of the church. From now understand that you are the church. Wherever you go, you have church with you. Your life on Monday should be the same on Tuesday, Wednesday, all the days. Don't try to change only on Friday, Saturday, then Sunday. You are here holy. Monday you repeat your same life. No. Church is you and me. You are bringing church. I repeat this again. You are the church. This is not the church. This is a wrong understanding of things. We can take all of us as we are and we go meet in my house. Then my house becomes the church. Hallelujah. And this very same place can be turned into a bar, a club. Hallelujah. So the day you understand that you are the church, you will clean your life. The day I understand that I am the church, I will clean my life. I want to wait for someone to come and push me to repent. Repentance must be our lifestyle because God wants us to repent. Repent in the morning, repent in the afternoon, repent at night because only God is holy and is just. All of us, we are sinners. May God bless you. We are done. (laughs) I want us to pray tonight. I want us to have the heart of Peter. After sin, Peter decided to repent. But Judas decided to hide. Adam decided to hide. I don't want you to take that choice. But I want you to take the adoption of repentance. God loves you. He loves me. God loves us. No matter how sinful we are, but he is welcoming us. Not so we can live the same life, but God is expecting us to change. To take a decision to repent. Remember, I told you repentance is to take the opposite opposite direction. If you are living in fornication, you decided and you stop. You change your life. We want a powerful church. We want you when you are church. You bring the power of God. I bring the power of God. Then the church becomes so powerful. We need to clean our life. God loves you. God loves me. God loves us. No matter the sin that we did before we come here, God still loves us. But he wants us to repent. He doesn't want you to die. He doesn't want me to die. But he wants to repent. So he wants us to repent so we can have the eternal. Where we are, can you stand up and pray with me? I want you to pray for yourself and pray for the church. Pray for yourself and pray for the church. Pray for your marriage. There are couples in trouble. They're in sin. They don't want to repent. The devil is enjoying whenever you don't want to repent because he want to take you far away from God so he can destroy you totally. But God is giving you a chance tonight. And as I'm speaking, if you feel like and you understand that you are in a certain sin life, take this opportunity to repent. Come back to God. He loves you. You don't know why God is telling me to insist on this. Maybe this is the last time you're listening to a word. I repeat this again. Maybe this is the last time that you're listening to the word. If you are alive, you still have a decision. But if you die today, it's over. If I die today, it's over. What a chance given by God. May God forgive us. Let's pray in Jesus' name. Pray for your own life and pray for the church. Thank you, God. Father, you called David a man after your heart because David knew how to repent. You forgive Peter because he repented. But all the people who tried to hide, who tried to run away from you, they were exposed to death. Father, we know the life that we are living on earth is just full of sin. But please give us the heart of repentance. 
Help us to be able to repent. Help us draw us close to you, O God. Heal our hearts and marriages. You have been telling me, God, so many marriages are in trouble because of sin. Husband and wife are in one accord to sin. But thank you, God, because to your words, it's been speaking, it's been spoken to your people. Help your church to understand that you love us and you want us to repent. Whoever will repent will live. But whoever will hide his sin will die. For they don't want us to die. You want us to live. Thank you for your words. Thank you for light of the nation. Father, may these words find a good place in the heart of your people. I know my English is not that good. But you, God, you know how to make things clear. I want you to make it clear to your people. Even though when they'll be at home, you can make it clear again. You can help your people to understand what I couldn't speak from my mouth. Because you are the one who sent me to bring these words. So do your work, Father. Bless this church. In Jesus' name, we pray and we say, Amen. Amen. May I receive the blessing of God. May God bless you. May the peace of God be in your heart. May God be so gracious to you. May the light of God shine in all our ways. May shalom be our portion for all this week. In Jesus' name, amen. Love one another. May God bless you.